places in five. Hello and welcome to Places in Five. It is your call time to live your life center stage. And you are here today with Fishman and Liz. Hello. Hello. How are you today, Fishman? Awesome. <laughs> good. So that's, good. So oh, excellent good. to be back wow. in Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. We're happy to have you back. Fishman has been on the feels like a world tour. Actually, it feels like you've been gone a very long time, but you've only been gone like two plus weeks. Two weeks. Working uh, to get his projects. Yeah, over two weeks. But it feels like a very long time because we haven't podcasted. Um, so I'm happy to have him back with me and with us. And so we can uh, talk about some fun stuff. Um, so Fishman, briefly, you can tell our... Oh, wait, that's right. I do must do a little bit of a retraction. Right? Yes, you must. I, well, not a retraction per se. More of a an observation of my own misperception of something. I, in mm-hmm. our last podcast, we were joking around about vegans and veganism. Yep. And I watched since then that special that you told me to watch Fishman. I think it's called game changers yep. or the game changers. And it's more about a plant-based lifestyle. Yes. And it was fabulous, fabulous. And uh, so I'm leaning heavily into the plant-based, which I kind of eat that way anyway, but um, just more interesting perception about that a vegan lifestyle is actually a very powerful, uh, strong one, and that my goofing around about people who are, you know, very vegan or very uh, vegan. That's so like that, are just kind of these wussies or whatever. You know, I just had I was just goofing around about it, but it just shows you that your perception of something is not always accurate. I mean, you know, I was just making a joke about it, but. Uh, I learned a lot, so that's kind of that's fascinating. Good. So, so you've evolved, you're an evolved that. human being. You're you're open minded enough to uh, yeah. change your mind with new information comes along. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I, what is great about that that program actually, because I think it's done that for a lot of people. Exactly. Who a particular attitude about it, and here right. it's just changing minds. Yeah. Right. We have attitudes about everything from the foods we eat to you know, people talk about meditation and, ooh, that's too woo-woo or, um, you know, just a- a- anything. Uh, people who love sports or yeah, a certain I, I way or people about, who are into opera. Yeah, but the hardest thing about all of it isn't that, that we all have difference of opinions. It's that it's it's that we don't allow each other to do things our own way. I think Because sometimes people rebel, like this whole vegan versus non-vegan, it's where where it gets weird is that it's there as an attitude as if if someone wants to lead a certain lifestyle like veganism then non-vegans go well that's crazier they're down on it because it they don't agree with like it's that 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 seems to be the problem yeah. our, our yeah. inability to allow people to do what they want to do without judgment regardless of right. what it is right and i guess that's human right and that it's could be sad anything. about being human but right. that's the biggest flaw that we got going and I mean, you would say the same thing about anything from politics to religion to just everyone exactly. has differences of opinions. I think it's more about information though, to me. And that's why I think it's really fascinating to learn and keep you, like you say, open-minded because if somebody goes, well, you know what, if, do you know this about X, Y, Z? And you go, no. And then, so once you learn something, you might change your opinion right? Uh, one way or the other, it doesn't matter, but 
being open to going, hmm, I don't know everything and I, I could probably learn a thing or two, even right. if you don't agree with it or whatever. So I just think this is fascinating and I love to learn. I'm a lifelong learner and I will always be that way. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yes. Um, but so, so to the point is that Fishman's been traveling. You were in, as we've talked about, you were at Nappy in Miami, uh, which is the programming, um, conference. Yes. And then you were also at Sundance. Yes. Uh, doing some pitching and yes. uh, working there. So, um, you, you've been very busy. So, and we were talking before, so what's your big takeaways from these as you're trying to uh, shop your project of buds? That you have to be open-minded when you're out there <laughs> pitching your idea. Um, because oh, see, you, we're because talking about never, the open mind. Yeah, because you never know where your next idea is coming from. So here we went ahead and we made a pilot based on, you know, a pilot of a script that was written and you do that work and then you offer it to people. Uh, but without even seeing the actual pilot, just going out there and talking about it with people and talking about the premise, then people have their own ideas based on what you're telling them. And because you're pitching, you know, you're basically pitching the idea and then they share with you their new idea based on what you've told them. And the best thing to do is to really try it on, to listen to them, not to be not to be mm. like, well, no, I'm sorry, I made this thing. And if you don't like this thing, you don't want to talk about this thing, then you're no good to me. Instead, to be like, oh, this is really let's keep tea, you know, let's keep pulling on this this. Uh, what is that strand, you know, that ball mm -hmm. of twine and, and, and listen and, you know, like all of us, you know, cause this is a, it's basically a sitcom, but then I taught in the conversation where guys like talking about doing it as a documentary and it was like, wow, yeah. you know, and it was like, I, and I felt myself immediately go to, well, no, I want it to be a comedy and I'm in, I want to be in a comedy. And then, then I'm like, no, this is really intriguing what we're now talking about. Um, and especially when you're talking to other producers who might be interested in getting involved in a project that they are now creating. And they're like, you know, I don't, and their, their vantage point is I would not necessarily would do this on my own, but you already, you, you're already working in this uh, genre of healthcare, if you will, uh, long-term care specifically. So because I come with this idea that I've been involved with a certain segment of society, the, the producer is now saying, okay, well, you're a bit of an expert in that area. And maybe now you want mm. to do build on this idea with me. So I found that really uh, interesting. And I found it really interesting overall that with all, especially at Sundance anyway, um, the, all the projects, the films that have been, you know, selected to be shown and then listening to those filmmakers talk about the road that they travel to get there and how many years mm -hmm. in they were in on it or whether it was a pitch meeting that I, when I, a pitch workshop that I competed in, um, you know, the person who won the pitch was someone who'd been developing the idea for two years and they got a, a Hollywood person to sign on as a director and they got financing already, you know, for uh, half a million dollars, not the full budget they need, but they showed that they were out there, you know, and had real support behind them. Um, they had, mm -hmm. you know, optioned and, and, and have the rights to this book that they're working on. Um, you know, they had all the right things in place to then go ahead and go after the big money. And, uh, and the idea was compelling enough that they were the ones who won the pitch. So, you know, I just, right. it was good. It was, it was, you know, at every turn, it was, it was great to, 
to be in these two, both Nat P and Sundance with the, you know, community of artists and, and, and filmmakers. What was a little challenging for me was here I was selling a TV or an episodic idea and people are just the financing for, for that is so different than the way film is financed and packaged together. Um, and, and I was in both environments where the, where the focus was on film. So, but there was still a lot that I learned and a lot of connections I made that I need to follow up on in my networking in LA. So I, I really, uh, it was great. Well, that's what is. So it goes back to some of the stuff we've talked about in the idea of, uh, like, like you said before, before we started this is about the, the long haul was one of the things you said you came away with. Um, so it's fascinating because, like you say, somebody was in, you know, somebody who's there, who's kind of further along has been at least two years on this particular project. It takes a long time for things to, uh, you know, to either just run their course, um, and be successful or not. And, but, but in this society that we're so caught up in, we want, we personally want things done. We want them down the road already, right? We want the results. We want, we want to be further along than we are all the time. That's kind of human nature, but it sure. is a little bit of um, this kind of uh, drive towards a goal of some sort. So uh, I, I just think it's, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to kind of sit in the now and the slow and steady pace that it, that it, is a reality of it, uh, and not get crazy because you start to second guess and you start to get frustrated and maybe want to just drop it all together or whatever, right. cause you're not as far along as you would like to be, but to keep remembering that it really is a long road. Yes. Uh, you know, in most, in many cases. Right. And you, right. and, and hopefully you've got the passion that, that gets you through, while you're spending all these many, many hours, you know, doing all the things that you need to do to get your goal. Right. Right. And it's, and it's hard. So I don't, I don't know the answer to it. I think it's, it's kind of, um, just going with it and seeing where it leads and you'll know, uh, how much more you should push forward. Or if you, again, some people just finally go, you know what, that's not going to work. Or I know many writers I listen to constantly say they worked on a book, they've put it out there to a hundred agents. Nobody picked it up. Nobody wanted it. Nobody got it sold. So they put it away in a drawer for now or forever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Until maybe someday they'll, re- they'll bring it back out or they'll, rework it or something, but you, it's hard because you go, wow, I've put all this work into something to put it in a drawer is, is horrible in many ways. It's frustrating. Um, but it's part of the creative process. You know, not every piece of artwork, uh, a painter paints is going to be a masterpiece or going to end up in a gallery, right? There might be you know, 50 pieces right, of but art you, and maybe two. Right, but you're not necessarily good. making making the art to get it in the gallery. You're making the art because you need to express that thing. And then what right. happens to it after you've made it, you know, is then then you decide how much is it worth your time to market that particular thing. But as the artist, right. you're going to immediately start working on the next painting. Um, exactly. And that you know, they do so, say that to, so you don't get caught up in that one thing you almost have to uh 
you know, writers in particular, oh, we're always working on the next book, right. the next project, exactly. next project. And it's almost they've forgotten the other one. Even by the time they're out on book tour, some of them, they're well past that book because it's already been completed and yeah. edited and, and marketed and out there. And, I actually had a little uh, moment of yeah. that. Here's a little Nat piece story. I went to oh. this, uh, one of the discussion, you know, they have panels, industry panels. And I went to a panel that was uh, all about this Omni cultural film festival here in LA. And the woman that started three years ago, she's really developed quite a following with it. Now she has like Warner Brothers investing in the festival and sponsoring it and having networks, you know, be the adjudicators and of the festival and maybe green lighting projects that come out of it. Um, so I'm at this thing and she rolls clips from the winners of the films. And there I am in this, this one of the films that won was a film that I had a really brief extra moment, but I was on what? camera and uh, it was the first thing I did when I got to LA, in fact, and I had no idea that I had won this award. And, um, oh my God. and there I am in the audience uh, and there I was, and it was just like, that was so cool. And I, the point of my story is that I had no idea and I had done this thing almost two years ago and, uh, and here it shows up, but absolutely. So you just never know, you know, the stuff that you do where, what, what's going to happen with it and you do the creation. And then if you're not the producer, if you were just one of the, certainly as an actor, uh, in this, the, the example that we're talking about of film, um, yeah, you don't even, you really have to just let it go. And, um, yeah, you're yeah. on to the next thing. Yeah. Yes, Cause it's, right it's not about, and I've been kind of feeling this vibe for many of the creative pieces I've been reading. It's not about the results. It's, it's just about the actual, again, it's the doing the art, doing the work. Um, it's, it's almost not about the finished piece. Again, it's, it's fascinating. It's really less about that. Um, but that's an interesting point. Like you say, how many times do you see in people's IMDBs, actors, um, you'll see like three projects are coming out in one year and you know that they didn't shoot all three of those right. the previous year or whatever. Yes. They could have shot them years before and they've been in the can and finally edited and able to being released because it corresponds perfectly with XYZ for the studio's purposes or whatever, you know, right. it, it's amazing how things get held back because maybe there's two big blockbusters of the same theme. So a studio or something might hold a, a, a movie back. Um, you know, how many times have we seen movies where they've come out and the, maybe an actor in it is dead. I know like as crazy as that sounds, I think that Gandolfini movie, wasn't that it? He, he had passed away and this movie came out. Oh, it was one of his last films. Um, I forgot what it was. It was like a love story. And he had already passed away. So it was like one of the- Right, like, right. That he, just yeah, one exactly. Those, his last film that he actually did, but he'd filmed it yeah, a year before or something. Yeah, or before, however long before he passed yeah. away. So uh -huh. the, it's just the wackiness of it. Um, and, and there's no timing. There's no timing. There's no clock right? Okay. I'm starting now. And, and mm -hmm. where's the end? You know, it's not two, two years or one year or one month or whatever. It's, it's just, it, it takes on a life of its own. So it's really, that's an important, that's a great takeaway, I think for you. Um, because I know you believe so much in your project and you really want it to be further along. 
Um, well, I just like it. I would like interest that. in it. You know, I would like I would like interest in it and the ability. You know, I want the holy grail. I want uh, I want somebody to either give me the money to do it the way that I know it needs to be done, or I want mm-hmm. a, a network to pick up the idea and say, "Great, you know, and we mm-hmm. support you, and this is how we're going to get involved in it." Um, yeah, I would like to get some steady work out of it. That's that's what my uh, right. my goal is with it. So, but I just appreciate right. that it just takes time. It takes work. It's it's work to get right. work. So. Um, that's right. All I can do is now keep tugging on all the leads that I've now generated as a result of the mm-hmm. networking that I just went out and did, which was the goal. Right. Right. And then also to keep the other things that uh, are, are part of uh, what you're trying to make out there, you know, your stand up and your other acting projects and some maybe your own writing or whatever. Keep yep, all those exactly. things going it's all, it's all, all at the same time. It's all yep. cooking. Yep. Keep cooking it up. Yeah. You crazy vegan it's good. man. So that's why it's it's nice to be back. I, I don't I never claim to be I one know. of those. I know. I'm just teasing. I mean, not that I'm down you were on enjoying, it at all. I you were enjoying did, a vegan treat when we I talked. Wasn't jo- I was enjoying a vegan treat, which I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh it happened to It was a Trader Joe's item. The Trader say that again? Yep. It was Trader Joe's. But a Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Well, yeah, but it what was, was a Trader it? Joe's. It was a Trader Joe's cream something. cheese item. Yes, it was the Trader Joe's <laughs> vegan cream cheese, which I actually really like as a product. Like it's not. See? I'm not eating it because it's vegan. I'm eating it actually because it tastes good, I know. and I like the fact that it's non-dairy because I'm not good with the dairy. So this, right. the, the well, whole. You know, I had vegan that's, cheese. That's a part of the the vegan cheese is tough. How'd you like that? Well, no, you know what? Joe had brought it that. in from the restaurant because they have vegan, you know, one of the restaurants. And it's like, um, you know, uh, almost like uh, shredded cheese, like shredded you would put on top of a, a tortilla or something like that. And it's orange or whatever. And uh, it, it tastes pretty good. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not eating. I haven't eaten slices of vegan cheese yet, I don't think. Have you? Yes, I I have. I've actually okay. there's a vegan okay. pizza place around the corner from me, and they have vegan cheese that they melt on it, um, which I didn't really love. You know, I'm like okay. I'd rather go eat yeah. something else. Oh, okay. You know that kind of thing. But I actually, you know, I don't know yeah. if you recall, okay. but I actually appeared on a vegan cooking show on Facebook um, many <laughs> months ago. Um, and no. uh, I wasn't proclaiming to be a vegan, but I, but I did it nonetheless. Mm. So you were lying. About what? I never lied that I was a vegan. I'm just saying, you know, I don't oh. know if you recall, we did talk about, you know, that I've been, I've been in this, been, been familiarizing myself with this vegan world now for, uh, okay. for, for a while. Okay. No, I didn't see that cooking show. I'm going to, can I see it now? Can I look on Facebook I, and yeah, see if it? You go to, yeah, you can go to Facebook. I think it's probably in my timeline. Um, okay. that links back to the, uh, to the original show that I did, which was probably about six months ago, I'm guessing at this point, somewhere around there. All right. All right. Um, so anybody listening, how do they find that? It's on, well, it's on the Jane Velez Mitchell Unchained, Jane, Jane Velez Mitchell Unchained or Jane Unchained, something like that. Let me look it up. And, uh, and then one veggie at a time is the, um, is the cooking show with Antoinette Westcott. Oh. She's the host. Okay. And um, right. and I 
did a show and had to cook a vegan dish. I don't know if my dish was technically vegan. Oh. I think there was it was a vegetarian dish for sure with tofu okay. and veggie. I think that that's was good. About that sounds it, that, that sounds vegan-ish. Vegan. It was definitely vegan-ish, but I don't know if it was one hundred percent vegan. If I can't, I can't quite recall. Okay. All um, right. But it's interesting how that keeps popping up in your life. And well, it's the, a big we deal in California, <laughs> in LA. It's in LA. Yes. It's big, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a big. It. It's a big time. It's right. easy. No, okay. You know what so it is? It's just easy to okay. do here. Yes. So Correct. That's that's what right. it's really about. Yeah. Well, um, it's really easy to do anywhere. It's just a matter of choosing, right? You just got to choose. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a city, maybe you you might be right. Maybe in the middle of um, Iowa or something, it's not as easy because you maybe don't have the products available. But in a big city, I think you do, right? Right. Like I can go to Trader Joe's. I can go to my local market and get anything vegan if I wanted to. So, and uh, it's just learn. It's just learning. It's interesting. I'm. Uh, but I'm leaning, you know, as heavily into the um, trying to take really good care of myself and eat well and, um, you know, drink a lot of juices and smoothies and all that good, yummy stuff. But I'm still, you know, I love, still love my pizza and I still love all my little um, treats. So uh, I'm not going, I'm not going perfection, man. I'm just, I'm just gonna not go going to go lean into being healthy. That's funny. I'm not going perfection. I'm not doing it. Well, it's impossible. I, I, I can't. I'd never survive. I would fall off the uh, perfect food wagon too quickly. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just uh-huh. not, it's not my thing. So, um, well, that's cool. All right. So uh, I'm glad you're back and you're going to do, do some comedy tonight. I am. I'm off to Flappers right after I hang up with mm-hmm. uh, you uh, and go that's do cool. a set. Yes. Do you have some new material you're working I on? I do. I have some just new thoughts and observations. I have this. I actually just got a card from my nephew today thanking me for something I didn't do. And it made me think about the whole um, ritual of, of of giving money for gifts and weddings and bar mitzvahs and things. And Something you didn't do? What? what? What does that mean? Yeah, he thanked me. He sent me a thank you card for sending him something, and I didn't do it. So it just so what so what it appears to me he was just writing thank you notes, and everybody (laughs) must have sent him money for something. And so on twofold, I was like, well, hey, that was nice of him to thank me. But then, however, it's like, why are people giving you money for something that was just a thing that you did that really wasn't like I don't even understand that because I never thought to give him money. That's why I know I didn't give any. Um, okay, what was the thing? He became an Eagle Scout. Um, oh, okay. And okay. Uh, and I congratulated him for it, I believe, on Facebook. But uh, that okay. that was the extent of it, you know. But he said thank you for the generous gift. Yeah. What did he? What did he? No, That's, he did. Yeah. Thanks for the money. Oh, okay. So, right. Oh, God. you know what? I I had that happen once with uh, friends of ours. Um, we had sent. I think I sent money to, uh, yeah, to somebody's bar mitzvah or whatever. And uh, it's twins, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. And they sent uh, thank you notes. Thank you so much for coming. And really glad to have you there. I didn't go. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just because the, I was on the list of people that right. gave something. So and they assumed there, I, I was there. And, yeah. and the young person and the parents didn't like go through it and go, you know, these people didn't show up. Don't send them. Thank you for coming. I right. didn't go. And so I yeah. laughed so hard. I'm like, oh God, how, how you know, 
It wasn't How that funny bad because I wasn't there and that would have been really hysterical. If I got, oh, it was so great that you came, that would have been wonderful. Right. I would have loved to have gotten that. <laughs> but I got that. It was, I think, you know, it was, it was clearly just, they were just writing out a ton of notes. It wasn't very personal. You know, mm -hmm. it was just, thanks so much for coming and your generous gift kind of thing. And I went, I didn't go. <laughs> yes. Um, right. So that is very funny. I, I, I love that. And I've also and I've also been playing with some new content around, you know, who you know, what what is it about me when people see me, they make certain inferences. And for the most part, those inferences seem to be that I'm an old man and capable of making decisions for myself. And it constantly cease never ceases to amaze me because of course in my brain, I'm 22 years old. When I look in the mirror, of course, right. I see that I'm not. But even when I look in the mirror, I don't see that I look as old as the way people treat me. So, well, somebody, um, well, like so what? Give me an example. Oh, the exam. A great example is I'm at the airport. You know, you get to the airport and you have to check your baggage. You, you've already, you've, you've paid for your luggage when you checked in online, and you go to the kiosk mm -hmm. to print out a baggage ticket, which I do, yep. and I print the ticket up and it's on my bag and I get in line and I'm right behind this young woman and she looks back at me and she just without just hesitating she goes did you first get the ticket for your bags and I'm like why wouldn't I have mm -hmm. I'm in this line where we have to go to drop our bags off so I don't quite understand what it is about me that would make her think that I didn't follow the rules. She was capable of doing it. Why was, why is she questioning my fortitude? So that's just, Oh, one, maybe one she's, example. well, maybe she was a, uh, ask questioning whether she was doing it right or trying to make contact with you. Could have been those options. Yeah. No? Well, when I went on to tell her that I did, you know, I wanted to yell, start yelling at her a lot, but instead I was very mm. kind and I said, no, my, my ticket's right on the, on the bag. Uh, mm -hmm. and then I even said, I said, do you, did you print out your ticket? And she was like, yes, mm -hmm. I have mine. And I'm, and then she saw my ticket and she got really embarrassed and she was like, oh, I'm so, okay, good. So she confirmed for me that the, my suspicion that she was prejudiced against me in some way, I could see clearly oh. because she was embarrassed once she was proven wrong that I wasn't feeble and I was able to not only print the ticket, but I actually stuck it on. And that's not easy to do right. to line up. You know, you got to peel that. You got to make sure you peel off the right side and stick it yeah, together yeah. correctly. So uh, I got yeah. all that done. I'm quite proud yeah. of myself. Well, so for her to maybe question. Maybe she thought she, she, I think it was more like, hey, what, oh, oh, she just wanted to make sure she was trying to take care of you. I, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it's not as sinister as you're making it out to be. Yeah. Well, just this is nice just gesture, nice human one, gesture. one of many examples. Well, maybe well, you are feeble. Funny. Maybe it's not quite yet yeah. that funny. So these are, these are yep. some ideas. Need to work on it. Around. Great. <laughs> Work on that one a little bit. Okay, I'm still working on that but, one. But but you know you got the comedy, you got the comedy, man. I'm 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 right in your corner. Well, it's just fun at this point. It's just like I just go, you know, I think about some topics that I wanna that I wanna talk about, and then I let it happen, and then I find the inspiration. I find what's funniest is while I'm telling the story, the thought that comes popping out of my mind is the non sequitur is the funniest thing. So it's the putting in the non sequitur mm. then coming back to the initial story. And the change of that is what audiences seem to really respond to. Mm. The comedy breakdown. Yeah. It's a comedy breakdown. This is where we're breaking it down <laughs> right here. So anyway, so yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched okay. to do it. Good. 
Good. Well, go have fun. Please report back to us and let us know how it how it goes. And um, and then we'll regroup another time here on Places in Five for more exciting fishman adventures. Are are you staying put for a little bit? Yeah, I have no intention of okay. leaving unless I get hired to go work somewhere. That's my plan. Okay. All right. And again, yes. maybe uh, well, unless Places in Five goes on the road suddenly. It becomes well, like we'd have hit. to legitimately uh, make, we just have to book, you You know what you do? You book a space and you advertise. Um, I mean, it's nice if you have a That's following to, of, to advertise to and say you're <laughs> going to be in this town. Um, and then, you know, you yeah. rent a theater and you try help. and sell tickets and that's how you do it. So we just have to create that's that following it. and. And you have to create the following and then you find out what city your fans are in and then create, you know, that density. And then you go to St. Louis or wherever and you go do a Places in Five show. Oh, St. Louis. I guess that's our first stop. I think, yeah, that's our demographic. (laughs) (laughs) St. Louis. Okay. And then we're going to have some pie. I want some pie in St. Louis. exactly. Places in Five. Places in Five pie. Because I think it's the right. audience are people that are sitting around looking for some whimsical talk and really that's not about mm. much, but we're reflecting on things. And and I think people of substance well, in the middle yeah. of the country would be our audience that would like to muse with us on an afternoon. So, yeah. Okay. St. Sounds Louis good. seems right to me. I'm in. Great. I'll meet All you right. there. First stop. All right. Meet me in St. Louis. There Louis. Oh, it's See, definitely a song. Even a song. Yeah. Great. Oh, wow. All right. That's how we'll open the show. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, always great chatting with you, my f- dear friend, Fish. I'm really glad that you're Likewise. back. I, I missed you. Right. Oh. So. And, and happy oh. belated birthday. Thank you. Yes. He, uh, yes, everybody. He forgot my birthday. What kind of podcast partner is he? Uh, Fishman. Lousy, horrible human being of one. Yeah. No. Just no. a narcissist. Nar- for- what can I say? I forgive him because A, he's my dear friend, and B, he was very, very busy and on the road. And uh, had had he been uh, home and focused on other things, I'm sure. That's true. If I had been home, yep. I would have. There would have been yep. no no issue with that. That's right. See, so I, I see how nice and understanding I am. I'm I'm a pretty understanding human being. I think. Well, thank you. You're I think very kind. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So uh, next time on places in five. And see. See you next time.